Fantasy Football Sensei Podcast with your host, Trevor Scott. Coming in at number nine is Jamar Chase. The first wide receiver on this list. Well, I mean, he's he's nine, but the first wide receiver we're going to talk about. Um, I originally had him at six when I was setting up my rankings, but his tough schedule kind of knocks him down from six to nine. For me, I, I moved him behind a couple running backs. Um, in week two, he gets Trevon Diggs. In week three, he gets Sauce Gardner, the, the rookie on the Jets. In week four, he gets Xavier Howard. In week five, he gets Marlon Humphrey. In week six, he gets Marshawn Lattimore. In week seven, he gets A.J. Terrell. In week eight and 14, he gets Denzel Ward. And in week 17, the championship week, he gets Tredavious White. That's about as tough of a schedule as you can get. Um, All those guys are top-end corners. The only one he really avoids is Jalen Ramsey. So I do anticipate he's going to do well. He has a very good track record against top-end corners, but it is really difficult for me to see him putting up no stinkers in that stretch. I mean, weeks two to uh, till eight, he just faces top-end corner after top-end corner, and I could see T. Higgins having some good games in there where Chase takes more of a backseat. So um, that's why I knocked him down a couple spots. Um, it, it does seem a little silly to use the schedule this early, because anything can happen from injuries to poor play from one of those guys. Um, but just having this this gauntlet of corners, I think, is going to be a tough start to the year. Might really hurt your your start to the year. And you don't want to get, you know, in a in a one and three, two and four, two and five type of hole because your first round pick just isn't performing to the level that you expected. So I knocked him down a little bit. Um, on the flip side, like I mentioned before, he's got a high level of success against top-end corners in his rookie year. Um, and he had one of the best rookie seasons we've ever seen. 81 catches, 1,455 yards, and 13 touchdowns. So that's going to be really hard to top. On that note, though, I do think that he has room to grow. So as the number one last year, he only saw 128 targets. It's about seven and a half targets a game and only registered a 63% catch rate. Um, With a full offseason, going in as the established one, working with Joe Burrow for another full year. Um, He also took a full year off due to COVID. He didn't play at LSU his last year. I really think that we have the potential for him to grow a lot in specifically those two categories. So I see him going up to nine targets a game which would get him to 153 from 128 and improve his catch rate 3% going up to 66%. Um, That would get him right around 100 receptions. So that's my expectation for him going into this year. Um, His drop rate was also over 8%. So I think his drop rate coming back down to like 5% will also help fuel that improved catch rate and earn him more targets in the offense. This uh, this would be a huge jump in his stats, right? That's over. That's 19 receptions more. Um, so even if his yards per reception drop, he was at 18 or 17.9 last year. I'm I'm gonna project him out at 15 this year. Um, so that that'll get him a, roughly the same number of yards, you know, maybe 100 more yards or so. But that's gonna be uh, my outlook on him. 
His TD rate last year was 16%. He scored 13 touchdowns on 81 receptions, 16%. That's a huge number. But for how good of a downfield threat he is, for how many targets he gets over the top, I think that's something that he might be able to maintain this year. I think that he's going to be a touchdown producer. They're going to look to him a ton in the red zone. And so I think that he's got a chance to to get to that 16 touchdown uh, threshold over 100 receptions. So that's what I'm going to project him for. Um, so putting this all together into one projection, I don't think he's going to have any rushing. So that's going to leave him with 100 receptions, 1,515 yards, and 16 touchdowns. So I think he's going to have a big year, especially once he gets through that week eight game, you know, the going heading into the playoffs, you know, that, that playoff push, I think he could just have a massive stretch through that second half of the year. So if, uh, if he struggles early, maybe somebody to target and trade. And if I don't get him the draft, you know, I'll be targeting him in trade for sure. So um, that's, that's the thorough analysis on Chase. Anything else you guys want to hear, let me know. Anything you disagree with on Chase, let me know. And we'll go forward from there.